Welcome to Water Spout, brought to you by the St. John's River Water Management District. Water Spout offers a behind-the-scenes look at how we conduct our work, the research, the projects, our partnerships, and most important, how we serve the community by balancing the needs of water for the environment, businesses, and the people in the Sunshine State. Welcome to this episode of Water Spout. I'm your host, Tiffany Cowie, and today we're talking with Division Director Jeff Prather about the Division of Regulatory Services. Thank you, Jeff, so much for your time today. My pleasure. Will you first start by telling us what brought you to this role? What's your background and your passion for science? Uh, well, you know, I've been with the district for five years. Uh, I've been with the Department of Environmental Protection for nearly 20. I enjoy the environment. I enjoy uh, the outdoors. Um, it's what I did in, in college uh, with a degree in biology, and uh, I think it really fit me well. Do you feel like your childhood really supported the direction you took in your career field? I think so. I always enjoyed being outside. Uh, I always liked going out into the woods and so forth, and I think when I went to college, that was something that I, I was really looking for those avenues where I could pursue those type of courses. So you got a degree in biology, and then you shared with me a little bit, bit ago that you worked really hard to be able to find an avenue to put that to work. Share a little bit about that. So uh, when I got the bachelor's in biology, uh, there was another program at my school that was called Industrial Environmental Health Management. It was more of a trades-related program, and it was excellent because it gave you a lot of very specific uh, education on rules and regulations that industry and uh, others have to abide by. It could be industrial safety, hazardous waste management. Uh, we got a 40-hour HAZWOPER certification while we were there, noise abatement, ventilation. So when I got out of school, I kind of had that um, idea of what direction I could go for a career and, and be able to use kind of a science-related path. And then how did you use that to move into your career? Well, I, I was in Michigan. I moved down to Florida, and um, you know, I started uh, wrestling gators at Gatorland. It seemed like the right thing to do. Uh, it was outdoors, and, uh, I, you know, again, I enjoyed being around the animals and so forth. And, um, and then that led to uh, my first, what I would call my professional job, which was uh, working for Seminole County Government in their solid waste division. So when you're looking to bring on new team members here at the district, what, does, what are you looking for? Well, I, I think that when they're applying for our positions, I think they already have that passion to do something uh, in the environment. And, you know, we, we really have two paths for staff. I mean, we've got the engineering path, uh, and I think that our program really fits that well because they can come in and they're, they're, they're geared with an engineering brain. So they're getting to see plans. They get to see these designs on how to manage stormwater, uh, making sure that those plans and designs look like they're going to meet the rules of the state of Florida. And I think that's really uh, exciting for someone in the engineering program, and they get to learn a lot. And then on the flip side, for the folks who are doing the wetland work, it's kind of the same thing. You know, they, they have that passion to be outside, uh, protecting the environment, and, um, you know, it's a good mix of the amount of time they get to spend outside in wetlands and also the amount of time they spend in the office making sure that we get good quality permits out the door. Um, so that, I mean, they have that passion. But I'm a big believer that we also, uh, a lot of people apply for our jobs. It's a very competitive market for, for folks coming to the Water Management District. And uh, we don't settle. We really look for attitude and energy. Because even though they have that passion, we know that there's going to be a lot of on-the-job training. So 
Um, we do. I think we've done a really good job at, at hiring good quality people here at St. John's. I agree with you. Do you mind sharing a little bit about the division and the work you're doing so we can better understand the type of team members you would look to put there? So we're doing environmental resource permitting, essentially. So anybody, uh, we have applications that come in every day for development. Uh, they could be planned residential communities. It could be commercial. It could be industrial uh, developments. And they're going to submit an application to us. And we're going to look at that application because as they start to, to develop that property, um, they're going to put uh, they're going to put down pavement. They're going to put down buildings, that impervious surface, and we want to make sure that the water uh, that's coming off those impervious surfaces is going to go to a place that can be stored. So, uh, storing the qual uh, the quantity of water, and then we also want to make sure that when that water gets released, what's the quality of that water to make sure it's not impacting our uh, lakes, rivers, and streams, or groundwater here in Florida. So that's a really important aspect, one aspect of the application process. And then as they're developing that parcel, uh, are they impacting wetlands? And wetlands are tremendously important for us here in Florida. And we want to make sure that they're minimizing or reducing the amount of impacts that they have uh, for those wetlands. And if they do have to impact wetlands, then we're going to require mitigation. And that means that essentially no net loss of wetland function within a basin. We want to make sure that um, whatever they're impacting here within that close area, we're mitigating and putting something into preservation uh, that is going to make sure that we have that net balance of wetlands that we need within that area. So, so that's a two-part, it's a two-part process for, for our applications. So you, it, it sounds like a thorough process somebody would have to go through, but it's really to ensure that the environment is protected. Mm -hmm. How do you ensure then that they are doing what you have agreed to do? Well, so we go through the application process, and we have to have reasonable assurance that they're meeting all the rules of the state of Florida. And Florida has a tremendous amount of rules for doing these type of projects. So we're basing their application up against those rules, and if we have reasonable assurance that we meet them, then we give them a good quality permit that they can go out and they kind of follow that permit. And then on the flip side, our authority also allows us to pursue uh, any type of compliance issues that might, might occur. So if someone does work without a permit and they get into wetlands, if someone kind of goes outside with the conditions of those permits, uh, dictate, then we also have a means to bring them back in to uh, compliance with a permit condition. So uh, we have the checks and balances for making sure that when we issue those quality permits, uh, that people are following the conditions. All right. Good to know. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this message. The St. John's River Water Management District is committed to preserving and protecting Florida's water resources for generations to come. From improving water use efficiency and reclaiming water for reuse to managing water resources in times of wet and dry periods, the St. John's River Water Management District is taking action on conserving Florida's precious waters. To learn more, visit sjrwmd.com. Welcome back to Water Stout. I'm your host, Tiffany, and today I'm joined again by Jeff Prather with the Division of Regulatory Services. Thanks, Jeff, again for joining us. Thank you. Will you s tell us a little more about permitting at the district and why that is so fundamentally important? 
Well, it, you know, uh, a smart person once told me that a good environment and a good economy go hand in hand. So growth is inevitable here in Florida, especially today. I mean, we've seen record number of applications come in over the last four years, more so than we've ever had in the history of the district. Um, but the, the fact is that our rules are protective of the environment. And so it's really important for us to make sure that those applications meet those rules and that we are issuing that good quality permit. And if we do that, then that should provide a level of protection for the environment, but at the same time not stifle the growth that you want to see within your communities. I would imagine working in partnership with these people putting in permits probably leads to better environmental protection. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we, we work really hard at trying to build relationships with our customers. We hold open houses uh, twice a year where we invite our customers in, kind of ask them, hey, how are we doing? How can we... Uh, do a better job in, in processing these applications, issuing permits, or, you know, working on the compliance side of the house. Uh, we always say we want our customers saying we want uh, the St. John's River Water Management District is the district that you want to work with. And uh, we try to be better every day. So it's, um, but it starts with customer service, right? And uh, one of the things I'm really proud of of our team, and they do a wonderful job at this, is they work with our contractors, or con contractors are consultants, and they help them find solutions. We might get that application that comes in that's just, it's missing some pieces, or the design isn't quite right. So instead of just saying no and sending them back to the drawing board isn't the right answer. It's, it's uh, we really need to work with them, our staff, our experts, and what we want to do is help them get to yes, so they can get those permits and, um, and get on with their projects. I imagine that collaboration also extends up to the Department of Environmental Protection and likely down to cities and counties. Yeah, to an extent, absolutely. With the Florida Department of Environmental Protection, uh, we have an operating agreement with them, uh, so we, we, we really do run parallel with the type of work that we do, especially with environmental resource permitting. We're doing some of the larger, again, residential, planned residential, and commercial industrial properties, projects and they're doing more of the single-family homes and in-water structures. I mean, just as a 60,000-foot type of look at it. Uh, but at the end of the day, DEP is also uh, delegated to the 404 program, which is the Federal Environmental Resource Permitting Program. So we do help quite a bit uh, with, with them trying to coordinate site visits. Uh, we do have certified wetland evaluators on our team that are able to go out and do work on behalf of Florida Department of Environmental Protection staff. Uh, which makes it better for our customers if uh, we can knock that out in uh, one visit instead of having two different visits from two different agencies. So there is uh, a lot of coordination that goes on with that, a lot of cooperation. So uh, we want DEP to be as successful as we are, so we help uh, the best we can. Does that coordination look similar for county projects or cities looking to do projects as well? Yeah, we got really good relationships with our counties as well. Some of our counties are larger, uh, have more robust environmental programs, and we probably have bigger, better relationships with them because they're, they're probably doing the same type of work that we are. Um, but we absolutely want to help uh, our, our counties and cities as well. Um, and a lot of times, uh, especially in the more rural counties, they might not absolutely know uh, what you know, what our approaches are or what rules that we're trying to accomplish. Um, so that, that does take a lot of coordination with them. I can see that. Uh, the, the coordination, when you are 
processing a permit in-house and then you getting information. Are you also working with other divisions within the water management district? Or are you really, uh, I don't want to say siloed, but is this really regulatory mm -hmm. runs regulatory and then the other divisions are running their own shops? You know, for the most part, uh, probably silo isn't a good word. Uh, there is a lot of coordination that takes place within the division itself. Because, like, if we go back uh, a few minutes, remember, we have two different professional staff that are processing these, you know, a singular application. We have engineers that are looking at the stormwater side of the house, and then we have our environmental scientists, biologists, wetland scientists looking at the wetland side of the house. And those two have to coordinate in order to make sure that they get this good quality permit out the door. Um, we don't do a lot of interacting with the other parts of the district per se. There's times, um, you know, I, I think back about natural disasters with Hurricane Ian, uh, you know, we'll, we'll branch away from reviewing uh, applications because we're needed to go out and do some field visits uh, where there's flooding, where there's structures that might have been impacted and we need our engineers to take a look at it. Uh, so we absolutely have some uh, opportunities for staff to get out and do some other things. Uh, but for the most part, outside of those, you know, instances of, of hurricanes and so forth, we're, uh, <laughs> we're applications, permits, and compliance. What is a, maybe one final takeaway that you would share? Uh, I guess this is a two-part. One, you would share with consultants who are going to come in soon to, to try to get a permit, and then also somebody who's looking to get a foot in the door at the district and maybe move in this direction. Okay. Uh, for the consultants, uh, pre-application meetings are available, and we love to do them, uh, but we also want to make sure that they're efficient and productive. So I, I know there's a lot of consultants out there that do a lot of work with us. Uh, I would say come on in with that pre-application meeting if you need it. Okay. If you really need it, then we're going to sit down uh, and help you through it so we can get that as, as a complete of application as we can get. If we can get a complete application in right off the bat, we can get that permit out uh, quickly. If it's, it's, it's very, if it's incomplete, then it may take a request for additional information. It may make, may take two, but that pre-application meeting is critical because we can, uh, we may be able to help them up front. Uh, they might not have to redesign or otherwise let them know what they're getting into. So, uh, Pre-application meetings are important. You can apply for those on, online, or you can uh, request a, a meeting online, and uh, we try to make it as efficient as possible. Uh, there is, we would love for them to bring as much information as they have about their project instead of just coming in and, and looking at us and going, hey, what do we need to do? Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, I, I think that uh, that can be a very valuable tool if used right. Um, for those folks that want to work for the Water Management District, I think first and foremost, look at the recruiting boards and see when we're hiring. It's a very unique time for us right now. We don't have a lot of positions available. We've got uh, happy, healthy staff. Uh, they're doing really well. Um, they're busy. They're super busy. But I think that uh, we have a really good culture that's going on here in the St. John's right now. And, uh, and our staff retention has been, has been really, really good over the last year, year and a half. So I'm proud of that. Um, if you're in school, we have internship opportunities, and a lot of times when we spend uh, 12 weeks with a student teaching them everything that we do, we'd love for them to come back and work for us. So that's a good way to get your foot in the door with us. But again, um, if you think you got the right stuff, watching our, uh, you know, the, the boards at the Water Management District and, and seeing when we have those applications, 
uh, apply. That's a good place to work. It's a great place to work. Thank you so much for your time, Jeff. Very welcome. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our conversation today. We hope you'll tune in for our next episode of Water Spout. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to subscribe so you have firsthand access to future content. Until next time, use your water wisely. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Water Spout. To hear more episodes, find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Connect with the district on social media or visit sjrwmd.com for more information on today's topic.